everyone, and hey. welcome to Cope. Oh no, what's that in the background? Uh, are we I talking want... about sex today? What? Are we talking about sex? Maybe. I think we're going to have a lot more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Salt and Pepper. <laughs> hey guys, we're, well, uh, we're lucky to be joined again by Chase Crosno. Hello. Yay. Yay. Hello, <laughs> to talk about sex. Yes. <laughs> so yes. thank you, Chase, for joining us today. Of course. Saji, how's it going? It's going wonderful. Yeah. Lots of fun and clinical skills. <laughs> yes, yes. So, oh, the quick disclaimer. You're right. Yeah, so hi, we're here. Um, our podcast is COPE. The views and opinions expressed by myself, Suzanne, Saji, and Chase today um, are our own views and opinions and in no way reflect the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine. Agree. Agreed. So, um, today we're going to talk about uh, session uh, session three, which is interviewing 103, the complete medical interview, as well as exploring sensitive topics, really with a focus on sex, <laughs> <laughs> sexual history gathering. So, um, Saji, tell me, what's going on in clinical skills? What have the students been doing? So, they just are, are finishing their entire HPI up until right after review systems. Nice. So they're, they're well-practiced now. So now they definitely need that observation from our faculty to see them with a patient. Yes, I just um, cannot emphasize enough the importance of observation. We get it that you may have another learner with you, but um, please carve out some time to directly observe your student. Um, please uh, try to use the skillseval.live um, for those session objectives to focus the session. Your students are craving your feedback and uh, will direct observation and feedback in your coaching. So, um, so thanks everyone again to all the time it takes um, to have the student and please keep on direct observing. Yeah, on a, on a good note, we did have a lot of feedback from the students that they're just loving clinics. So you guys are doing something amazing out there. So yes. keep doing that. Yes. They're loving <laughs> clinic and they're loving you. Yeah. So, so now we'll talk about what to expect for um, session three. And this, uh, for most people, will take place during the um, Labor Day week, the week of the 2nd of September. Um, for those of you with some Monday sessions, sessions that fall on Labor Day, those have been rescheduled. Um, certainly let us know if they have not been, but all your students should have been rescheduled um, so that their session does not fall on that holiday. Um, so first up, we wanted to review um, the objectives for the student. So Saji, number one. Number one, obtain and document a complete medical history for at least one patient in clinic in a clinical note per site protocol. Yes, and, and hopefully this will become more and more routine for the students. So in session two, um, students did this, and so hopefully we'll just keep on getting them comfortable with documentation and, and history gathering. Number two, Chase. <laughs> Apply strategies for asking general questions about a patient's sexual history, including the eight P's. Oh, very interesting. So I think some people have heard about the five P's. So the, what are the eight P's, Chase? The eight P's are, well, it includes the five P's, which are partners, practices, protection for STIs, past history of STIs, and pregnancy. You can also think of past history of STIs. You can 
call that prevention, but then it adds preferences, pleasure, and partner violence. All right. Well, at the at the when we get through these objectives, Chase, we're going to take a deep dive with you into <laughs> the eight P's. So everyone, stay tuned for compelling conversation. All right. So number three, the last objectives for students will be demonstrate skills, uh, formulating non-judgmental questions and responses to sensitive topics. And here might be a good chance to pause and talk about this unique. Um, pre-work that the students are doing for their Exploring Sensitive Topics session. Um, Chase, can you tell us a little bit about the um, cards? The cards. Yes. Um, Our brilliant artistic director, Val Lanskefro, came up with this awesome idea to create a sexual history gathering playing cards game. So we have created a deck of cards. The rules follow essentially Cards Against Humanity rules. Um, and we've created these cards where there are question cards which follow the eight P's history gathering questions of, for sexual health. And then there's a whole variety of answers. So the students have the opportunity to ask these questions in an informal setting with one another in a game format. Maybe get some of the giggles out of the way, work through some of the awkwardness or discomfort of um, potential answers that could be uh, confusing or a little funny or a little unexpected. And um, navigate some of the potential discomfort. Say words that they may not say all the time. You're right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Like vagina. Like vagina. Or, or they might not say vagina. Or front hole. Or front hole. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, um, all right. So more to come. Um, so now we'll just kind of talk about how you preceptors can help your students achieve these objectives for the students. So number one, these are things that we hope you can do with your student in the session. Number one, Saji. Observe and assess students taking a medical history for at least one patient. Observe. 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 Can we say it again? Observe. Okay, thanks. Um, Number two, Chase. Review and assess student documentation of a complete medical history for at least one patient in a clinical note per site protocol. Yes. So, and again, um, I probably still go with paper here for um, for these practice uh, practice documentation times. Um, you know, if you have someone who wants to get on the EMR, go for it. But I think paper is probably a better way. And and um, just make sure uh, that you're grabbing those notes, putting them in the shredder before they leave. Um, all right, number three. Um, is that me? That's me. Help the student apply strategies for asking general questions about a patient's sexual history. You're helping them inquire about sexual health. And number four, Saji. If time permits, discuss communication skills that convey respect and build trust. I think you definitely give some examples of that. And as you leave the room, uh, you can ask the student, did I convey that yes. properly? Yes. And so what, what, what so for, for you guys here, what, what are, just to get really granular and specific, what are those skills that you think convey respect and build trust? So I think uh, a key one that's come up a few times is mirroring. Yes. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, mirroring can be adopting the sort of physical body language of the person you're speaking with, um, sitting down, making eye contact. Uh, opening your 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 sort of arms 
uncrossing your legs, sort of making a, a comfortable body posture. Um, it can also mean language, that if they're using specific language, that you adopt that language and you mirror their terminology in an effort to build um, understanding, trust, and rapport. Yes, yes, okay. So some things that you can look for as you observe your observe. student. Observe. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So now um, we thought we'd uh, get into just a little bit more about the APs and, and mm. certainly I think we all understand there are many examples of sensitive topics, um, but just know the focus um, for for uh, this session and the session in clinical skills is really around sexual health and, and um, gathering a sexual health history. So, Chase, why is um, trying to trying to know or trying to address sexual health? Why do you, why is that important? Well, I think interestingly, it's something that most of us if not all of us have some sort of <laughs> some sort of connection with i mean it's it's a as with any other part of our our body and our health it is just as uh, fundamental and foundational mm-hmm. to our our health and well-being mm-hmm. but it's oft overlooked because it makes people feel a little uncomfortable yes. so rather than addressing it we we tend to avoid it occasionally we leave it in the the hands of the patient to bring this kind of stuff up yeah. and that patient is also struggling with that discomfort mm, yeah. so if a physician creates the kind of environment where this is okay this is also part of your health yeah. then uh, patients begin to to yeah. expect okay expect that, feel comfortable doing that, knowing that that's a part of their health that they can discuss freely and openly. Right. Yeah. And I have to admit, I, I feel like I, uh, as with all of this great stuff, um, you know, I love being a part of this curriculum and clinical skills because I feel like it makes me a better physician. Right. So it can always learn something. And I feel like I can learn a lot um, from, um, you know, taking a better sexual history. I don't know about you, Saji, but do you feel like you got great instruction on this? Oh, no, no instruction. (laughs) It was part of social history, and it was, okay, uh, when was your last menstrual period? (laughs) How many partners do you have? Uh, You know, and it wasn't like who are your partners? It was like, mm-hmm. just how many partners do yes. you have, yes. right? So that was the extent of our social history. Yes. Um, but yeah, and I think as physicians, we focus on trying to fix something. So we're looking for what are the possible problems, yes. but we're not looking to see what is it that uh, makes the person healthy. So are mm-hmm. they having the pleasures, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the three Ps, yes. the extra yeah. three Ps. Yeah. Yes. So we thought it'd be a nice opportunity just to, and I'll send this out um, to the audience in an email, but I, we could just kind of brief, briefly touch on those eight Ps. So we'll start off with... Preferences, yeah. Yes. So, so the five Ps are, are pretty widely understood coming out of the CDC. The, the, this conversation about eight Ps is really being spearheaded um, by the a program at Finway Health that's focused on LGBT health education yeah. and, um, and, and in collaboration with Harvard's Medical School and the Massachusetts League of Community Health yeah. Centers. Mm-hmm. Um, and these, these additional Ps are um, particularly critical because they, be, um, they can be particularly hidden. Things like partner abuse. 
yes. and asking a question um, whether someone has any, has anyone ever forced or compelled you to do anything sexually that yes. you did not want to do yeah. and asking a question that specific and that pointed to get that kind of information um, can really yes. make a difference yes. um, and just even having uh, that included it, partner abuse as part of a, a larger sexual health conversation and then on the opposite side, which is equally important, is the conversation about pleasure and yes. knowing whether someone is able to enjoy sex. Um, asking that question very simply, do you have sex and are you able to enjoy sex, mm -hmm. can lead to a lot of really healthy dialogue with a patient. Mm -hmm. Yes, Going places that they, they might not have known they were invited and welcome to go in a health environment. Right. Yeah. Um, and having them think about this for themselves. You might just be creating awareness for them right. in a moment like that. Uh, and the last P that's sort of added is preferences. And this is captured in, in history gathering tools already. This largely focuses on what is the name that you prefer to be called mm -hmm. um, and what pronouns do you use. Yes. So yeah. really taking into account this person's identity and, and preferences. Right. The other P's are things that people tend to be more familiar with. Um, partners. One big question is um, that's a little different with partners is rather than asking someone, do you have sex with men, women, or both, not keeping it on the binary, but opening it up to say what is or are the genders of the people you have sex with yeah. so that you're not forcing people into a binary of men or women because as we know, people often don't identify as male or female. Yes. And so their partners might not be male or female. Right. So um, it's about creating a, a more inclusive series of questions that, that create awareness, invite people to share things that they might not know they're, know they're able to share or right. realize that this is the appropriate environment to ask questions about sexual health. Yes. Um, and... And also it's an opportunity for education, right? Someone might be asking me, why are you asking me this? And there's a, there's a moment there to say, you know, I ask all of my patients this because your sexual health is an integral part of your overall health. Yes. Right. Um, so yeah. I think there's a lot, of, a lot of benefit. Yes. I think it's rich that our students are going to learn this, right? Um, it's also rich to know that um, our students are going to be able to teach this, mm -hmm. right? Um, so the lack of knowledge in our part does not mean that we are not able to learn more, right? Mm -hmm. So we ask our students, our students might say, hey, yeah, you have to ask, hey, what's your preferred name? Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that's uh, not probably in every practice yet, yes. right? And yes. so that's something we can learn from. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it's just a wonderful opportunity to have a dialogue about how to um, how to help our patients express themselves and their identity right. safely and to create those spaces where they're able to talk about things that can sometimes be so difficult to talk about. So I'm really excited um, for this, for our students, and for our um for, for, for us in general. And yeah. our faculty. Yeah, faculty. Yeah. Right. It's just a great time. We're all, all learning. learning. Yeah. 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 And so, we're all improving and learning. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
All right. Well, this wraps it up for uh, uh, session three, interviewing 103 and exploring sensitive topics. Um, I, I just um, have to close with um, just being mindful of what your what your learner or where your learner's at. I, I you know, just the other day, I um, had my student in clinic and there was um, um, something in the ear and I was really itching to show them this finding in the ear. But, you know, I realized they have not even really wielded an otoscope yet and so um, and so I know we're very excited also about sharing our knowledge and cool physical findings but just keep in mind um, where your where your learners are are at in terms of their exposure so you know we're now we're just history taking soon they'll be taking some vital signs kind of coming next and um, I think actually the next sessions are like um, formally learning how to orally present and then vital signs so thanks everyone to for your enthusiasm and support and as always if you have any feedback um, please let us know all right that's it all right wonderful thank you Chase thank you thank you Chase yes all right bye bye